biotech field is really exciting and here, here is the moment to jump into it. Hey, smart scientists, welcome back to another episode of the Smart Biotech Scientist podcast. And today we're in the middle of a conversation with Leonardo Sibilio. He is the CEO of the Biotech Academy in Rome and the CSO of Betaprobe Consulting. And in the first part, he's talking about why it's such a good moment to be in biotech right now. And he's also breaking it down how you can make the process from your life scale process into the large scale facility seamless. If you haven't listened to part one, go back, listen to it. And now we're going to dive into part two of this interview. Are you juggling the complexities of CMC development while trying to enjoy the beauty of biotech? Have you ever wondered if there's a way to simplify bioprocessing? Welcome to the Smart Biotech Scientist podcast, where we're diving headfirst into the very challenges you face. We're breaking it down, demystifying the jargon, and giving you the keys to unlock your full potential. I'm your host, David Brolman, and I get it. With 15 plus years in the biotech industry, I face the same challenges you do. There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can remove complexity, you can skip trials and errors, deliver without delay your groundbreaking therapy to clinics at market, and still enjoy every single step. Do you want to learn how industry experts and I did it? Grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook and pen. Now is the time to take your bioprocessing game to the next level. Let's smarten up biotech. Let's shift our conversation now towards the learning. Um, this is a big passion of you recently launched the Biotech Academy, a very exciting project. And let's talk about a bit the needs and the current situation in the industry. So can you share with us, Leonardo, in, in your view, the pivotal role that a well-structured training path plays in shaping a successful career in the dynamic field of biotech? There are two levels of the industry and the levels of the employees. When you hire new staff, you want that the staff has, starts working very quickly, especially if it's a, a production staff. So you want people to be aware of the GMP rules, how to handle with gowning and uh, how to move into a facility, how to write good SOPs or good batch records, etc. And that's, I believe, it is a very important part of the training and it is normally something that the companies do internally. So you hire people and then you teach these people how to do things according to your quality system. And it's fine. But I believe, and this is something I see, I've also seen from my experience, if you can hire people that already have some knowledge of the work, if they know what GMP is, how a facility is structured, the different environmental control that you have to do, this would help also the hiring process from the companies. And from the employee side, I would say, I encourage people to learn different things. You have to be multitasking because it is possible that uh, you will have to change your duties during your job. You can be involved in upstream, but it is possible that you will be needed in downstream as well. 
And this is especially true for small biotech. So if you are a technician or if you are a scientist, uh, whatever you are, I always suggest you to have a complete idea on a complete panorama of the manufacturing process. And also you have to have a deep knowledge of the analytical methods as well, because even if you are not the analyst, you have to understand what you're seeing. And if you don't know how an HPLC works or how a isoelectrofocusing works or PCR or whatever, you will not be able to make your data interpretation in the right way. And also in writing reports, you have to be able also to discuss the analytical data. So, and I think that's the amazing thing of being in biotech because you have to have this broad knowledge and pick something on every of this field. Then you specialize in yours. For example, I'm an upstreamer. Uh, to say 90% of my time I've been working with bioreactors of, of every kind from the amber to 2000 liter. And that's the most, I'd say, exciting part of my job. I like it a lot. But I had to learn what, how to pack a column, how to run a chromatography run, how to make DFF, etc. Because upstream is not the product. You will always have something downstream and that's where the product comes. But the downstream guys as well have to know how the upstream works, how the variability in the upstream resides, because that reflects in their job as well. So I see that there is a lot of room for training and a lot of needs for, for training on different layers. I encourage people to have a broad experience and a broad knowledge on many fields in the bioprocessing. Yeah, smart biotech scientists, be curious, learn a lot of things, ask the other guy in, in the room next door what they're doing, and you're going to learn a lot. And obviously, biotech is changing so fast. So in five years, you're probably going to do something different anyway. So learn as much as you can. Out of curiosity, what are the most prominent training needs right now in the industry? For sure, the basics of GMP and everything that is connected with uh, the proper gowning, especially for people working in sterile environment and fill and finish, and also the knowledge of how a biotech plant works, because it is something that, uh, but this is especially in Italy, but I, I see this is a uh, quite a wide, let's say, gap from the academia, uh, much focus on these aspects, which are very important if you wanted to enter into this highly regulated environment. And then specifically on the technical part, I would say that the upstream part is something that needs a lot of training, essentially for the same reasons, because it is hard to have university courses with single-use bioreactors, for example, or perfusion processes. But not because they do not have the experience. It's a matter of funding. It's a matter of space. It is a matter of technicalities that maybe uh, they are not used to and maybe it is sometimes overlooked. For the downstream part, yeah, it is less an impact, I would say, because chromatography is normally the workhorse in biotech in different fields. And it is something that you can learn at the university, for example, if you're a student. But as well with the new techniques like DFF, holofibers, nanofiltration, for example, is something that needs to be uh, taught correctly. These are the things. And then there is the work in, in sterile area. So how to work under an isolator, 
for film finish or to make particular handling of high potent molecules. This is something that is very much required for the same reasons. And the reason is that when you enter into a company that has this kind of equipment and techniques, the first thing you will be uh, trained by internal staff to the things. But I believe, we believe as a biotech academy that if as a, a, a student or as an employee, you already have a knowledge of what you're doing, it, it is an advantage for you and for your employer as well. Now, for those scientists listening now and wondering how could they take their expertise to the next level, can you give them a few simple steps to do so? Yeah, I would start with uh, learning more on the technical parts, starting from online courses and starting from reading a lot. There are not now a lot of papers, technical papers. If you are interested, if you love upstream, for example, you will find plenty of publication on new techniques. For example, I believe that perfusion will be one of the most common techniques in the coming month, exactly for the continuous manufacturing that we were mentioning earlier. And then attend uh, hands-on courses because the theory and the practice are complementary, but you have to know where the issues are. And normally the issues are, for example, for in bioreactors, how you assemble a bioreactor how you autoclave a bioreactor in case it is autoclavable, how to use the different tubes, the different diameters, the sealer, the biowelders, all of these machines that when you enter for the first time into any biotech facility will find, but you have to know how to correctly use them. So my suggestion is to have a good theoretical basis, so read a lot and learn from online tools as well, then engage on hands-on practical training courses, which is something that gives you the most, I believe. Leonardo, what is the number one thing you want people to take away from our conversation today? Biotech field is really exciting, and here is the moment to jump into it. So if you are a passionate of cell culture, applied chemistry, or you are passionate about DNA, RNA, all of this stuff, and you wanted to enter into a world where, where you see the product of your idea, the product of your work coming into reality, this is the right moment to do it. Because you will learn a lot, you will know outstanding people, and for sure you will not regret. Where can people connect with you, Leonardo? Well, we have launched our new website, www.biotechacademy.eu. So I invite you to visit it. There are our courses. The new courses will be published very soon. You can follow me on LinkedIn. I have plenty of followers, but never enough. We are offering now uh, online courses. We have a couple of, a course of English for Biopharma, which is something I believe is very, very important. Just for, for the documentation issue that we said, a document should be written in a plain English, in a correct English, and has to be written following some rules because it has to be easy to be read from you and also from uh, people from your clients, from inspectors, from regulatory agencies, etc. We are also launching an, a, a course on R, R language. So we have some introduction lessons on R. I believe they are very, very interesting. So you will learn with a few lessons how to create good plots and how to handle data. And then we will uh, proceed with, uh, with other more advanced courses in the, in the next uh, weeks and months. 
You will find all the links down in the show notes. So please do visit and connect with Leonardo. So thank you so much for bringing all these value bombs on today in the show. It was a pleasure having you. So thank you again, Leonardo, for being on the show today. Thank you, David. It was my pleasure. All right, smart scientists. That's all for today on the Smart Biotech Scientist podcast. Thank you for tuning in and joining us on your journey to bioprocess mastery. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. By doing so, we can empower more scientists like you. For additional bioprocessing tips, visit us at smartbiotechscientist.com. Stay tuned for more inspiring biotech insights in our next episode. Until then, let's continue to smarten up biotech.